<clears throat> it's like rain on your wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. It's the good advice that you just didn't take. And who would have thought it's Murphy's Love? I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with this. We're obsessed with you, so get obsessed with us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Obsessed. This mic is hot, and so is Ariana. That's who that is. <laughs> I told you I was going to say it, but I, was, I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, this mic is also hot, and so is Jeff, oh. and that is who that is. <laughs> oh, thanks for that introduction. <laughs> But yes, welcome everyone to another... So not elegant. I know, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but is anything that we do elegant? No. <laughs> no. And I love it. I know, I, we're like... I only want it that We're way. in our pajamas. Ari's in like a nightgown. I'm in like gym clothes, like, which is also my nightgown, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff only wears gym clothes. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, you shower with them. You sleep with them. And you wear you wear them throughout the yeah. day. I'm obsessed. Someone asked me, they were like, "Why do why don't you ever wear pants?" And I was like, "What are pants? You know, <laughs> like what are they?" No, I, <laughs> seriously, like you have no memory of pants. No, that word is just so weird to me because it doesn't it doesn't exist in my vocabulary. <laughs> but I just want like an alien to come down to this planet and like think that like you and Sam are like the epitome of the human race. And, like, not fuck with us because you're, like, clearly very active people that will, like, ruin them somehow. Or they'll be like, and look, look at these dweebs. <laughs> let's let's do a global no. global takeover. <laughs> oh, easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> also, not, not anyway. aliens calling us dweebs. Like, come on. Um. <laughs> aliens watching like Saved by the Bell every day because they're like, oh, this is like, this is like what Earth this is, is like. This is modern day America, right? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, <laughs> this week we have a fun episode all about ready. Yes, I'm so ready. Do we tell them or do we not tell them? <laughs> I don't know. Do we do we go the whole episode and then see if they figured it out? And just out? like not talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So no, this, <laughs> you could. One of us will say okay, it yes. momentarily. You could do. You could do it. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Okay. So this episode is about Murphy's Law. Yes. Okay. So Murphy's Law. Just a brief overview. It's the law that states that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So essentially. If something's going to happen, it will happen. Period. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's and that's kind of why we uh, rewrote uh, part of Alanis Morissette's Ironic, because her song really isn't irony. It's more Murphy's Law. Yeah, and so. Ari just pointed that out as we were um, prepping for this episode, because the lyrics are, it's like rain on your wedding day. So if you're getting married, oh, of course it's going to rain, because that's what Murphy's Law states, you know? Exactly. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Um, um, and I actually yeah, do. Do you like think about Murphy's Law a lot in your like day to day life? I feel like I always either think of it or just like say it. If you know someone has like a flat tire on their way to work, I'm like, up oh, Murphy's Law. 
I like I don't I won't call it out as Murphy's Law, but I think it's so ingrained in us to think this way um, to just, of course, always like focus on anything that bad that happens in your day and blah, blah, blah. And like convince yourself that you could have avoided it if you did something different. Right. Um, And I think that kind of just like bleeds into like people who like uh like never give themselves a break or like constantly beat up on themselves or things like that. So it's not weird that I'm, I'm always thinking like that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have that like, uh, um, alert that it is Murphy's law that I'm experiencing and thinking in that moment. Yeah. But Cause absolutely. It's, it's almost like you're falling victim. Like you're blaming this like unavoidable, thing from happening to you like oh of course it's happened it's murphy's law like a strict written set of like yeah not rules but of like you know conventions that that happen so it's like oh of course i got a flat tire it's murphy's law like there's nothing i could have done because like you know this was like destined to happen or something yeah true i wonder actually now i'm thinking about this that's a really good point jeff it's it i think it goes either way you either can you recognize that it's it's Murphy's Law, but you still think of yourself as, like, the most unlucky. Yes. Or you're, like, it's this universal law that happens no matter what, so I can't really do anything to avoid it. It just is what it is. Right. Yeah. I, that's so true. I mean, there are so many different right? ways of looking at it. Um, yeah. And I think, actually, um, a, another way that to me, seems like Murphy's Law um, that I'm always thinking is, like, if it seems like it's too good to be true, it is. Yes. Yes, that definitely... Yeah, it's like, okay, something's gonna go wrong because, like, if if something bad is going to happen, it will happen. I think about that all the time. Right, and it's like, oh, everything's going great right now. That's because you overlooked something, not because things just go well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is terrible. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, but Ari, so real quick, let's do you want to run through a couple just like day-to-day or um or pretty common like examples of Murphy's law? For sure. Um okay, so a good example is like the one day you leave your house without an umbrella, it rains. Yep, and also like this happens to me a lot. Like I'll go hours without getting text messages, without getting any kind of notifications or phone calls, but the second I'm like getting in the car to drive a long distance, that's when either work is blowing up my phone or, you know, family members have to get in touch with me or people are texting me. And I'm like, why does this always happen at the worst possible moments? Murphy's Mm -hmm, law. mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Um, So this one happens to me all the time. (laughs) And it's, it's the classic tale of driving and being stuck in traffic and seeing the lane next to you just like, oh, they have no traffic at all. Great. So now I'm going to move into that lane. What happens? Bumper to bumper traffic the moment you move. Slowest lane on the road. I know. Yep. I think anyone listening could agree that that always happens, <laughs> especially when you're in a rush. You always are in the slowest lane. So it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, another example is if you plan a picnic, Murphy's Law states that it'll rain or there'll be a flash flood or something. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, sleet. It'll be the summer and it's sleeting outside. That's yes. Murphy's Law. Yeah, it's like blizzarding <laughs> and it's 80 degrees. Like, what? <laughs> um, a, what? What was that? A snow get 
Squall. Snowmageddon? No. Snowmageddon? <laughs> Did I make that you up? Know what? <laughs> I don't even know We're just making things up. We're meteorologists, actually. Yes. Um, so, okay, another example is it's 5 p.m. on a Friday and work gets insanely busy, which mm-hmm. happens to Jeff and I all the time. It's so annoying. Like, Friday, I'll be like, wow, like, today's actually, you know, pretty slow. And then... 5 p.m. I'm getting all these emails like, oh, can you do this real quick? Or like, this needs to be done. And I'm like, um, this is the worst possible moment because I'm, I have one foot out the door already. Maybe two feet. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You, You would think that like going through these things enough, you just expect the absolute worst to be. The only result. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll talk about it, but, but yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's pretty, it's pretty damaging. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay, so one last one, and Ari and I were just talking about this, how it, it has happened to us. So, you know how, like, you know, sometimes you go on a, on a plane, and they always give out, like, free headphones, like, for people that need it? Well, there are times where, like, I might forget my headphones on an airplane, and that happens to be a time that the airline isn't giving out free headphones. Like, of course mm-hmm. that will happen, you know? Of course. So then you can't watch a movie. Imagine a six-hour flight or longer, and you have to sit there twiddling your thumbs. No, that's... My thumbs would get so tired. <laughs> I, I would jump out the exit. Me too. <laughs> Emergency exit. <laughs> it, it or definitely... someone else would because I'm talking to them the whole time. Right. You're like reenacting a movie in your head from memory. <laughs> um, I'm having them read the, the Cheetah Girls book. Yeah. Oh my me. gosh. <laughs> I think that the pilots would just like eject themselves from the from the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay, so how did this all begin, Jeff? I need to know the history of this. Okay, so this has kind of been like a theory slash like concept for a few hundred years now. Um, and it was officially coined in the 40s, but I'll get to that in a second. But in 1866, there was a mathematician by the name of Augustus de Morgan. And he says that, Um, Whatever can happen will happen if we make trials enough. So essentially, if you do something enough times, every possible outcome will happen. And it could also be like an infinite, you know, number of outcomes. But, you know, typically it'll be like a positive or negative outcome. Um, You know, the more you do something, eventually something will happen that doesn't work in your favor. So that's kind of what kind of started this this way of thinking about, about this concept. And then in the 1940s, Edward J. Murphy, who was a major in the U.S. Air Force, um, he was specializing in development, um, in in engineering. (laughs) He he was specializing Mm -hmm. in engineering, um, (laughs) and most of his work involved testing experimental designs, and so he was frequently faced with things that didn't go to plan. Um, And then, you know, thus creating this term, Murphy's Law, and that states that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. I, that's really interesting, um, and I was doing a little bit more research, of course, and I came across some information that says that, that there's actually a bit of an issue with the, like, um, current definition of Murphy's Law, um, because that wasn't the original intention, so anything that can go wrong will go wrong is, like, the more extreme sort of pessimistic version of what Murphy's Law was supposed to be. And that's what Um, people tend to think of now. Like, when you say Murphy's Law, no one ever is like, oh, I love that. It's always like, I dread it, you know? (laughs) 
Yep, 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 yep. Um, so it was actually supposed to be, if it can happen, it will. So with that, um, there's already a difference in the I terminology. I yes. know. There's already a difference. And Jeff, as you mentioned, um, uh, Edward J. Murphy uh, was an engineer. Uh, and Murphy's Law, because of that connection with, with engineering specifically, it the the concept of if it can happen it will was a really useful like engineering principle in um you know putting these engineers in a mindset to account for every possible outcome to avoid any kind of issue um so that's it, that's what its original intention was because there was an understanding and of course we all have this understanding that like errors malfunctions um you know Things can happen, and that's just a reality of any kind of situation, any kind of work, especially engineering, especially working on products and building. Um, So instead of, like, using that acceptance as, like, a reason to quit and stop doing what you're doing, it was a reason for these engineers to, like, motivate, motivate themselves and excel and build an even better product. Um, Because, I mean, really, the only way to avoid any of these issues is to envision every possible outcome, envision every single use case, think of like every kind of user. Um, So you do minimize your issues at the end. Yeah. And actually while you were um, explaining that and you said, you know, any, if it can happen, it will happen. I was just like applying that to my life and just thinking about like any kind of goal that you're trying to achieve. If like, if you keep trying and like, let's say you keep falling short or you quote unquote keep failing. Like if you're like, if you just keep trying, you will, you know, hopefully not, maybe not in all cases, but you will get there eventually because if it, if it can happen, it will happen. And that's when you have to turn like an, I can't into an, I can, and eventually it will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I love that, Jeff. So inspirational. But do you see how quickly you can jump to turning this into a positive mindset and a, and a like really useful tool to like going for the things that you want and not stopping? Yes, um, and so hopefully really our listeners that, could, could pick that up as well from this and yeah, and kind of flip it on its head because Murphy's Law does not have to be a negative thing. Exactly, and and continuing with the like, if it can happen, it will. It that mindset like really led to a lot of like safety precautions um and things that we know to be true today like an example of course is um all of our cars have airbags well hopefully um (laughs) and even though you like hope you're never going to use them you you may never in your life uh be in a situation where they go off but they may actually save you from, you know, a car crash. So they are there just in case something does happen. So really, it it just really like, um, um, you know, epitomizes the if anything can happen, it will. So just prepare. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Prepare for any possible outcome. Just like, you know, the, the, the windshield glass, it's like tempered. So God forbid you were in an accident, it doesn't break into shards, it breaks into little squares so that you're less likely to to get cut on it. And again, that's like something that it's precautionary and, you know, hopefully it, you never have to experience that, but it's there because they've tested all these possible outcomes, like, and they know that, you know, that the glass could create a, could harm the passenger or the driver. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It just, it really makes me think of my dad because he's like one of the most prepared people on the planet um, and really instilled this to me too. Like, just think of like every scenario you're going, the, the examples that we gave, you're going to a picnic. My dad would absolutely like put a poncho in his bag, little emergency one would bring, yeah. you know, like just, a just little, for him, no one else. Ju- just for him, one single You'll be the only dry on. person at the picnic. <laughs> Well, that's what you get for being prepared. No one yes. else thought of their emergency poncho. That's on you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> be like, prepared. Isn't that Lion King or no? Wait, what is that from? Isn't it be prepared? Isn't that a song? <laughs> no, like it sounds like something, Jeff, but I have no idea what it's from. Be prepared. Oh my God, it is Lion King. Is it? I just watched Lion King recently. Oh, here we go. Okay, there it is. Lion King, be prepared. Okay, sorry. Back to you, Ari. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And and actually, Jeff, I thought of something that my dad has always said as well that pertains to this. Um, Practice makes permanent. (gasps) I am obsessed with that. I'm shocked I haven't said that to you because before because I know that I always knew you would be obsessed with that. Yes, I'm getting it tattooed as we speak, actually, on my (laughs) hip. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's such a better way to think about it, right? Because no one's perfect. So if you just keep going at it, it will happen, and it'll just be a permanent part of your life, hopefully. Yes, like, I hate perfection, so I I like that. Anyway, I did just, I think it was the whole like engineering bit and sort of the original intention of Murphy's Law um, got me thinking about my own job and how much that like idiom, mindset, whatever it, however you want to describe it, um, applies to, I'm sure, most jobs. But because I work in tech and because I've built products, it really, it, it it's just like something that we don't talk about every day, but we do it because we always have to think about like, surefire ways to guarantee that our product, you know, won't be, won't fail, won't be misused. We have to literally think mm-hmm. of every angle that the most basic things that you think people understand how to do plug in a USB, open a website. Like you have to be under the impression that no one knows how to use any basic technology at all. And that's right. who you're building for. Yeah, you have to make um, it as user-friendly as possible. Exactly. And think of, of course, people with um, any kind of uh, uh, impairments and making mm-hmm. it accessible to all. Um, because really, and I, I read this quote, I think it was on Medium. I can't remember. Sorry. I did not say it, though. But um, <laughs> it says that technology not only needs to work when the conditions are good, but also under less ideal conditions. I was yes. like, that's the that's the epitome of my job. Um, because yeah. if you're literally just building for people like us, Jeff, like, oh, great. We could do, like, the, some of the more technologically advanced um, solutions because people will just get it. And it won't break and things like that. So it's right. a really no, interesting thing to apply to your work because you're probably already doing it without realizing that it actually is Murphy's Law. Absolutely, yeah. Or, or it's trying to, like, prevent... Murphy's law from taking place, I guess. Yes. Or you're trying to like, you're trying to anticipate all, yeah, all the possible outcomes. But yeah, we, um, that actually reminded me, I'm at my last job. We had, um, in our tech alley, which is where you have like the switchboard and like you control the lights and all the different camera angles and everything. My boss at the time, he wanted us all to like understand 
how everything worked together. So like what would happen if this cable for some reason was like yanked from its port? How, what does that impact? And then how do we fix it? So like, you know, all these different possible scenarios that we'll probably never encounter, but it kind of helps you understand how everything works together as like, as you know, as an interconnected like machine in a sense or like web of processes. So I love that. I think that's such a good approach. Yeah. And yeah, similar to you too. It's just like, it's really just anticipating all these different scenarios that are, a lot of them are hypothetical, but they could happen. And again, if they could happen, they might happen or they will happen eventually. Right. And you know what it, this also just reminded me of, um, uh, <laughs> last thing, <laughs> um, if you can, Oh my dodge, God, that just reminded oh, me. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that reminded me of something, oh. but it didn't. <laughs> Um, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> it's like my dad teaching my sister and I how to um, change a tire There's in a blizzard when okay. we were like 15. Um, for what seemed like literally no reason. Like, does it have to be in a blizzard, dad? And he was like, if you can change a tire in a blizzard, you can change it under any conditions. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Not even joking. I thought you were going to say that your dad threw wrenches at you and your sister. And I was like, wait, this might be a little problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Explain. It would explain a lot, though, Jeff. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) That did not happen. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now Um, I want to watch Dodgeball. Oh, that's such a good movie. I love it. Um,. If it's on stream, any streaming services, let us know. Yeah. I mean, we can just Google it. I mean, we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> Google it immediately after this, but just DM us for fun. Yes, DM us, even though no one does. It's fine. Um, okay, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, are we looking at the same Instagram account? Because I feel like there are hundreds of DMs on Obsessed, always. Oh, you know what? Actually, it's because I had to turn off my notifications yes. because there's just, we're constantly being inundated. Yeah, that makes more um, sense. So going back to the negative interp, I was reading optimistic perspective down below. That's why I was like, ugh, it's stuck in my head. Okay. <sighs> going back to the negative interpretation of the Murphy's Law, um, there's a reason why people tend to notice negative things. So like, let's say you're you're taking the same commute every single day, like driving your car to work. And then that one day you get a flat tire and you're like, oh, Murphy's Law. Like, of course it'll happen today. It's because humans, for the most part, naturally have a, neg- a negativity bias slash like maybe selective memory because you tend to always remember things that are catastrophic, you know, traumatic, things that go wrong. Those are more likely to, to stick in your head more than the countless times that your commute was, you know, perfectly fine. You arrived on time. But then that one day you get a flat tire, it like throws off your whole, mm-hmm. you know, your whole, um, your whole day. And, um, and you tend to blame Murphy's Law because the just that one negative moment like really just like sticks in your mind more than the millions of count of uh, positive moments that you've had. Um, yes, we do do that with literally everything. Yeah, and and you know, uh, uh, like uh, evolutionary speaking, it could be like a survival instinct. Like if you do encounter like danger or something that creates you know a negative impact on your life like you you will remember that to avoid to avoid danger so no it just it, it definitely makes sense um for your brain to prioritize 
like negative outcomes to of course mm-hmm. try to keep you alive and it's just interesting how like we don't have um you know uh as many like physical threats well that's not true we're privileged to not to not experience that jeff you and i but like right. um the human race we're not being chased around by uh like animals that will just eat us and kill us. Um, I, I do have a little Frenchie who, you know, he's, he's so vicious. He's so <laughs> vicious, bro. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting that, like, through evolution, we still have this negativity bias, which I'm sure yes. has, still helps us in, in other ways right now. But it it's absolutely true. And I'm even thinking back to, like, relationships. I think a lot of people tend to harp on um, maybe some of the, like, bigger arguments or the bad things someone has done or the times they didn't do what you wanted them to do, as opposed to trying to remember the times you felt really good and they were a good partner. So it takes a little bit more effort to sit there and um, look at it holistically. Um, Right. So, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, and um, I was thinking, too, because I commute to work by bike. Like, I take a city bike there, and it's obviously very weather-dependent. Um, and there was one day, like, last week when it was raining, and I'm like, shit, why of all days does it have to rain today? Like, I'm going to be so late, like, blah, blah, blah. But then now that I'm thinking about it, this is just, like, one day out of, like, dozens mm-hmm. of days that I've been back at, at the office that it, that it happened to rain. So it's... It, it felt like the, the worst possible moment for it to rain. But, but like, if I really look at it, like you said, like, holistically and from, at like, a, at a larger scale, like, I've had really good luck <laughs> with the weather. And I have been able to bike without taking the subway. Yeah. I'm able to look at it from a different perspective. For sure. <laughs> and also, um, if you want to even translate that to, like, successful people today, like, they didn't let their uh, failures define them. They kept going, which goes back to you know, everything that we've been saying in this episode where it's like, oh, if it can happen, it will. Um, Again, doesn't necessarily mean it has to be something wrong or bad. It's just if you keep trying and trying and trying, you'll get the outcome that you um, had been hoping for. So, you know, again, giving it a little bit of a positive spin, if you do harp on all the negativity constantly, like it may may actually um, put out these outcomes into the universe because if you not to get like um you know spiritual here but if you think about (laughs) manifestation something that oh 100 something that i learned that i never realized and i'm not really great at manifesting yet um i've just been reading about it a lot but if you like sit in this like lack mentality um and your manifestations are like i want to be rich I want this job as opposed to sitting in the now as if you actually have it, you're always going to put out into the universe this longing feeling. Right. That you're like, it's, and you're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Right. You're putting out into the universe like this feeling of I keep wanting and wanting and wanting. I'm not actually getting the thing that I do want. Um, It kind of makes me think of this in a way where it's like you just, it's like a never ending cycle of if you constantly think something horrible is going to happen, it will. Um, right. Because you're like, expecting it. And it and it goes back to Murphy's Law. It's like you're not going to – you're going to kind of look past all, like, the good that's coming. And then the one bad thing that happens, you're like, see, I knew it was going to happen. Yep. Something bad. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And also, let's be real. When you're with people who, like, say things like that, they're they're downers. 
Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's it you, I, it, it is it does attract it attracts negative energy yeah. for sure. It it makes negative things happen to you. Well, it do, or maybe it just makes it more like a, apparent because you keep pointing it out. Yes, kind of, it's probably someone that. that's maybe a little. Yeah, like someone that is a little bit more optimistic, they'll always find that silver lining. We're like, oh no, it's raining today, but so we can't go to the park, but let's go see a movie instead. There's so many indoor activities mm-hmm. we can do. You know? Yeah, you're like king um, of that. <laughs> what, watching movies? I love it. <laughs> watching movies and always having a, po- a positive outlook. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you too, Ari. Thank you. I think we're I, um, all pretty good at it, and we're also I solution mean, oriented. Like, we'll immediately have like a, an idea. To get out of it. Absolutely. And, but I mean, it did not come easy. I feel like it, it takes work. It takes practice to, to, to stay. I mean, I always, obviously we all have our bad days, but I do try to like see things with a, through a positive lens because positivity is contagious as is negativity. So which one do you want other people to, to cling on to positive, positive energy or negative energy? Yes. You, you tell us. I love it. And <laughs> um, Jeff, speaking of, uh, Positivity. There actually is um, like an optimistic perspective of Murphy's Law, like its own law. Oh, I know. Tell me. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> I will. So, um, if Ephraim's Law, which is literally the word Murphy spelled backwards, um, love that. Is we love the opposite. opposite. Day. <laughs> we love opposite. Day. <laughs> is the opposite of Murphy's Law. And it's the simple formula that everything that can work will work. I I love that. (laughs) I love that, too, because it's the same thing. So, like, anything that could go wrong will go wrong, but anything that can work will work. I love that. Yeah. So a more specific formulation of the law um, by a professor of uh, political economy at Harvard University states, sometimes systems that should not work, work nevertheless. Yeah, that is, that like, that makes it even better. It's like sometimes this thing, it shouldn't work, but it is. And like, or... Or maybe there's like the, the smallest chance that something will work mm-hmm. and it ends up happening. So again, it just it goes to show that the, like you could reach the desired outcome if you try enough times. Absolutely. And actually, I mean, I'm sure most of our listeners have seen this movie. I love this movie. But um, the 2014 um, movie Interstellar. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, includes this, like, optimistic interpretation of Murphy's Law, um, where we have, like, Matthew McConaughey saying to his daughter, um, who was named Murphy, um, that... Wait, her a daughter's Murph- named Murphy? I yes. don't remember that. Oh, my god! Yes. That whole movie is literally about this. Um, so we have Matthew McConaughey say to his daughter Murphy that a Murphy's Law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. It means that whatever can happen will happen. And that's mm-hmm. literally back to the original intention of what the law is supposed to be. Um, and I think that's just like the perfect uh, middle ground to Murphy's Law where you um, where you still have this, like, hope and this optimism, but you're preparing for any kind of situation. And I feel like that will set you up, hopefully, for, for uh, success and just a right. better outcome. Because you could be, again, like, Ari and I are very optimistic people, but there you can't necessarily... 
be op- optimistic without also somehow preparing for a negative outcome because yeah like you know preparation is key for for success in almost any situation for sure so um i i really i really do i love that yeah and also <laughs> if you the, the more you what <laughs> no i i i definitely had something else i wanted to say but i just lost my train of thought <laughs> Um, but the, like, the more that you prepare and, like, think of every, um, angle, the more confident you'll be, which then allows you, I think, to be positive and just let, let things kind of, like, roll the way that they're supposed to or the chips fall as they may. Because you're like, oh, well, I feel good about the amount of work that I've done leading up to this to account for all of this. So we should be fine, but we'll, like... We'll, we'll be okay and uh I, I i think that's a good approach that's how i like approach a lot of situations like i don't prepare too much for um i mean that's not true i i prepare a good amount for my like presentations and stuff but because i know inside and out what's on these slides because i like do the work myself um i'm allowed to be like positive uh, and confident with the outcome because I'm like, you know what? Even if it doesn't go exactly the way they planned, because I know all this information, like I'm going to do a good job. Absolutely, yes. And you, because you've you've done the work, you've you've prepared yeah. sufficiently, um, and yeah, I think that like that could literally go for any like, um, I don't know. Go. I'm going to use the the commute to work. Like, okay, you you might be like optimistic that traffic's going to go your way today, but you never know. There could be an accident. There could be traffic. So to be prepared, maybe leave a little bit earlier. Maybe, you know, know a mm-hmm. different route other than what you're used to taking. Like, just have that preparation on, you know, in the back of your mind so that you are setting yourself up for success and that you can still stay optimistic even when things don't really go your way. Yeah, yeah. I I really love the, like, if it can happen, it will um, approach. Because, again, like, I, I, I think it doesn't eliminate the need for preparation, but it also just leaves – it just makes things <laughs> nicer and more fun. And, um, right. You know. And just, like, like there are endless possibilities out yeah. there. Like, regardless of what you're trying to do, like, again, let, let this manifest. If it can happen, it will happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you don't can't just it, try once. <laughs> Yes, and don't let it stop you from doing your due diligence and exploration and preparation and uh, thinking of every single scenario. Um, but yeah, I but think. You don't, but you don't have to really overthink, cool. though. <laughs> right, but don't. Not too much. <laughs> don't think too much. <laughs> Just too enough. Much. Just. <laughs> There's a sweet spot there. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, gotta find that sweet spot. (laughs) I love it, though. It's such an interesting um, concept that has, like, ever since it's been vocalized, has, like, really applied to so many aspects of all of our lives. I love it. Yeah, and for my whole life, I guess ever since I've heard about this term, like, I've always just used it blindly, like, again, in a negative way in a negative uh, way, but um, now that we've really done the research, like, it's, it really, there are so many layers to it, and you could, like, spin it any way that you want in order to, you know, achieve a desired outcome, I guess, but, and that's, like, really the the biggest takeaway, just, you know, you don't, you don't look at it from a negative perspective, because it does not have to be negative. Yes, I love it. I love it! Yay! 
<laughs> okay, so before we go, um, my boyfriend and I are going on a backpacking trip for a week on Catalina Island off the coast of California. It is over the course of five days, <laughs> 40 miles on foot. Owie! So when we get back, um, we are going to talk about it. So stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> I'm literally so excited to hear every single detail um, and all the preparation, Murphy's Law. Murphy's um, Law. <laughs> I know we are preparing for every possible outcome. I can't I can't um, wait, Jeff. You're going to have such a good time. Except for I can't like... Wait. I don't know, a volcano eruption. That's well, not, right. We're not prepared for that. I mean, there's just like, how honestly, how could you be? I don't know. I, I yeah, don't. Just. I don't know. Um, also, I just thought of the what the opening of the episode should be. Backpack, 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 Oh, backpack, my God. Yeah. We're doing it. Jeff. Uh, I love that. Jeff and Sam. The Explorers. <laughs> With our boots. Yeah, boots and boots, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, love you all. Thank you for listening. And yes. we will and see you next week. See you then. All right, bye. bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs>